What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kung Fu Super Bros Podcast, the number one podcast for Kung Fu. Kung Fu. God damn it! Enrique, that threw me up. Sorry, the number one podcast for Kung Fu martial arts movies and pop culture. Hey guys, what episode is this? 45, folks. 45. Yes. Back in the lab. Back in Nino Malo's studio. Narona couldn't beat us. They tried to take half of us out, and we said no. And we're still here, guys. In just so, a month and a half, we're in at just the a year. Month. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's our year, one year anniversary. That's yeah. up. What is this, paper? We're, no, we're going to have a... <laughs> what are we going to do? We're going to have a concert. We're going to do the podcast on the roof, and then that's the last time we ever, <laughs> we ever did it. Yeah. We're gonna wait. Okay, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, well do so, something so special. What's the official name of the studio? Nino Malo Studio. Yeah, bro. It's been like that since like wow. It's Nino Malo. It's on the Nino Malo's studio. Nino Malo's. It has a logo and everything, bro. All right, Marcus, say hi. Hey, what's up, guys? Enrique. Hi. <laughs> Super producer Stevens. <laughs> Hello. And remember oh, I- my name. Can I say the fucking name or is <laughs> I? Uh, my name is Ivan. This yes, is Enrique. gonna be a gonna wonderful. The, show. I don't know what you were doing. I, I had no idea. What's up? I want to make an announcement. <laughs> oh, shit. I knew it. I knew a year in this was going to happen before. <laughs> yes. So I'm my own podcast. <laughs> I'm back in the Funko uh, oh. hunting oh. game. See? It's oh. a good segue. But <laughs> you're back right. in the Funko game. So I was a little late today because I was... Uh, I I, may, I went to a store to try to find something. I'm, I'm hunting a Funko right now. So I'll mention it. So if you guys come across it, you know, you let me know, whatever. But I'm looking for Kershaw. It's a great jersey. He's in a great jersey. I want to get it before he retires because it'll probably go up. So didn't didn't find that. But I came across another one that that I had at retail pricing, and I just didn't get it because I got like it was the Indiana Jones. It was Twinkie the Kid. It was the (laughs) Indiana Jones uh, ride. Uh, caught the, oh, the vehicle cool. with the funk on it. Uh, so we were at Disneyland when they came out. Yeah. We saw it at the store right outside the ride. Yeah, it was early in the day. My kids wanted. I wanted to get it, but we were like, ah, "I'm gonna have to carry this all day." I we'll, know. We'll that. come <laughs> back. We'll come back when we're really on the way out. Went back and they were gone. And we, the, the the shelf was stocked. There was like a bunch of them on the shelf. Wow. Went back by the end of the day and they were all gone. Never seen it. Can't get it online. Couldn't mm-hmm. find it. I mean, you probably could get it on eBay for for. Anyways, I went hunting for this Kershaw. I saw the damn thing. Ooh. Oh shit! I probably shouldn't be talking about this. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh. So, Barca, who'd you see yesterday, <laughs> bro? They talk about awkward pauses in this bitch. Wow. So, <laughs> yes. Hold on. So I found it. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to get it, uh-huh. but. So the Funko thing is difficult, right? Because there's so many. There's tons of them. And you start oh, buying a, them. There's so many. There's so many. There's over 12,000. Dude, you- 12,000 like- Different model, ones. Like different, different ones. ones. Wow. Colorways, variants. All that stuff. 12,000. Yeah. yeah. So You gotta crazy. pick like the, the one specific right. thing. So I got to want. the point where I just, you run out of space and you just yeah. gotta pick and choose. Okay, yeah. what do I want to focus on? So I'm back on the train, but okay. just put- just certain things. Well, I was going to tell you, what are the certain things? So the Kershaw one is what I'm hunting right now. So Dodgers, new, are you going to try to get everything that comes out Dodger-wise? Well, or? yeah, I guess. Yeah, okay. I guess, but I'm really just focused on that Kershaw one and the Friends. The Got Friends say I have the I have the original set, but I want, they came out with, there's some episode, like flashback episodes where they, like in Halloween episodes where they're dressed up and stuff, and they came out with some based off of those characters. Or those costumes they wear in the episodes. So I'm I'm hunting those two. Those are whatever, but um You say that now, but those are more expensive. <laughs> yeah. Are the, the friends ones like popular? 
They're they're harder to find the new one. The oh, okay. the ones where they have the different costumes on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I we'll keep I our have, eyes open. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I only have Please one do. Funko that I actually like kept in a box. Like I know, like oh no, I have a few. Like I bought a Muhammad Ali one for my son. It's in his room. We have a few Batman ones in there. But um, one day I was shopping Godzilla toys of all things, and it was like on Amazon. It was like you might like this, and it it's a it's a cover to the Biggie album, um, Ready to Die. And then it has a little baby. Oh, yeah. And then the they afro. Biggie duets? No, no, it wasn't Biggie duets. Uh, it was the first <laughs> album. And I love that thing. But I like, of course, I unwrapped it. Not took it out of the box. I don't know, but I did take the plastic off. Because I'm like, the plastic look all after a while gets all whatever. Um, and the kids love It's in my classroom. And the kids love that thing. They oh, have, so cool. Yeah, they have a, a Notorious B.I.G. set, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I've seen those, too. But that one, I like the album cover. I just thought it was Yeah, dope. for sure. Yeah, it's really hard really to cool. know which ones are going to be cool. Because I had a, I got a Sharknado one. Someone gifted me, like, when the movies were out. Oh, oh I think it might have been even... Uh, uh, Aaron, but um, it's it's out and it's in my classroom. But we were out. Well, we always look around when we're at cons or whatever in stores, and it's it's like a forty dollar one. And I was like, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One of the security where we work was like, oh yeah, I collect these things. I like, I'm like, cool. And he goes, you know how much that one costs? I'm like, what? He's like two hundred dollars. I'm like, well, not anymore, bro. I took the plastic off that bitch. Like, <laughs> but again, I don't, I don't. I, honestly, like, you can just throw my baseball cards in my coffin when I die. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I love to take them out and look at. Well, yeah, I mean, for sure. Different thing to look at them and stuff like that. So I don't ever see myself really trying to make money off of it. But I, so I'll go ahead. But I'm, I'm going to pause it there. Mm-hmm. Um, have you been to the toy store? The Funko store? That's all. No, no, not that one. Oh, the it's over by the ice house. Oh, yeah. No, we we just discovered that one it, here, it's, in town? here in town. Uh, if you go up Chester before the museum. OK, um, the ice house, which was the old sizzler. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, there's, there's, a toy store in there? there's a toy store in there next Whoa. to it's kind of back in the corner and, and back in the corner. Like what next? Where, where they have elementals, the... elemental elemental. Yeah. Oh, so that, OK, that that one place where they've held proms there yeah. before and stuff like yep. that. OK, right by there. Yeah, yeah. it's right. It's right. Next was it a jewelry store before? I think maybe. OK, it's a but small it's, it's, it's a the, small store. It's but... the first building kind of on that one. OK. Like realty or something by that charter yeah. school, right? And then, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh, shit. no, I haven't. I didn't know there was it's a like store a, in there. It's a Funko store. Hey, oh, Funko, we got a store, much. but it's, it's mainly a Funko store. There's a few other things, it's good but stuff it's in mostly Funko. I, it's all Funkos, yeah, I <laughs> so I don't know what's good. No, you, not, might, but... you might find a gray shirted freaking Kershaw there, bro. Who knows? Yeah, as soon as this is done, um, Enrique will be heading outside toy store, but I think we're getting into um, the the tangibility of a collectible <laughs> and what it's what it's worth and now in the future that the we live future. in the dystopian future we live in uh where you can have collectibles that are worth uh apparently hundreds of thousands of dollars so it just seems like this podcast has its finger on the pulse and uh not long after we were talking about this i'm, I'm thinking brian gumbo watches us um real sports <laughs> came out with this whole thing about card collecting and how it blew up in the pandemic, well, it, it, I guess it's it always came back. It came it's, back. It's all, but even then, for the last twenty years, it's been on a ride. Like it's been doing well. It's always outperforming everything else. Yada yada, blah blah blah. So they talk about the cards, and, and I and I get that. And 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 they talk about that maybe the pandemic because there was no more. There was a sports betting. There wasn't really sports going on. The nostalgia, you know, stuff like that. And 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 they had this. They had a few different characters they talked to. Not characters, people they talked to. One of them. Yeah, pretty much characters. Yeah, characters. Well, the, the, like the kid, nineteen year old, um, took his bar mitzvah money, um, and uh, he invested. The first card he invested in was like a rare, a really rare. Uh, Greek freak um, rookie card. 
And that thing is like went up crazy what he paid for it to what it is now. And he just kept flipping and flipping and getting more and selling and yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. He's worth three million. And Nabarka always is like, worth three million, right? Is he worth three million? Because so you know, if he's if he's genuinely flipping cards and then seeing some some investment, some money come back, then yes, that kid is worth three million dollars. And in a lot of these guys in this world, were, were, they they talked about like they go to this convention, which I guess is like the Super Bowl for card conventions. I think it's in Chicago. Can't remember the name of it. But the FBI is there because they're making sure nobody's selling fakes. Like, and the guy, one of the guys that went there, he used to be a realtor. Now he has a card shop. He's making more money off his cards and he had already made like half a million in sales. So he, he is making, you know, his money off of it. But they all agree that right now is the golden age in the sense of like, because everything's so, they're making so much money off of it. I feel that right now we are, we are, the wave is about to crest and the amount of marks that are, that are out there. Wrestling term. I, I think there's more marks than there are sellers and... Uh, a mark it, it basically you're a rube you're someone that is going to get clowned right you, they're going to steal your money for whatever reason and what i think what what doesn't hurt me personally but what what concerns me is that a lot of people put their hard-earned money their tangible money to these things to to invest in um new crypto currencies uh, to invest in these NFTs is where I think we're mm -hmm. going with the conversation. And I saw the most amazing just meme um, little post. And it's they're like, you know what NFTs are? They're like, Beanie Babies are the new NFTs. I was like, okay, cool. I get it. Mm -hmm. I totally get it. Because yeah, but, you do, but the hard thing with Tatabark is like, and, and we were talking about this, like at least with the Beanie Baby you had the Beanie Baby, at least with the baseball card. Like like I said, I do truly enjoy getting out my cards and looking at them like, oh, dude, that's a quote demo signature that I have or whatever it is, right? And and what I guess, and so they go into and if they go into the Top Shot, which is NBA's like, I guess, going into the NFTs. And they're legit just clips of a player doing something. Um, Kevin Durant hitting the three, uh, LeBron slamming. And they they talk about this gentleman who used about one hundred one hundred and fifty thousand to two hundred thousand dollars of his money, and now his collection's worth it topped out at twenty million, but now it's worth twelve million. But even the guy from the the, the guy that was um, hypothetically speaking, if he sold the things, so yeah. that so that is, I think that is the the crux of where people like me who are cynical about investing in cryptocurrency and investing in in these things, because I, I guess if you're a nerd like me. I will tell you one word and, and you may, you may be like totally, or like, no, this was amazing. Chromium, Chromium covers. What were those? Those were, um, holographic foil yes. comic book covers that people were like, we are going to make so much money off this. This is going to be the greatest thing ever. And companies, comic book companies started make just making new number one issues. With Chromium covers, yeah. it's like, oh, it's it's Spider-Man's birthday of when he went to Aunt May's house. Chromium cover. And those are essentially worthless. They are worth less than what <laughs> you bought them for 20 years ago, 30 years ago in in today's economy. Like, imagine that. Yeah, I, I guess just the, the part and and when he when the interviewer said this, that's what made me kind of shrug, like be like scratch my head a little bit was. You own this this clip. You're one of one. You're the only owner of Kevin Durant's three that won the game. But I can go to YouTube. 
and they can show it on yeah. Sports Center. So I guess that's where I'm like, huh? you you <laughs> own a receipt, a yes. receipt that says this one is the one that someone actually paid money for, and it works that same way with with little funny gifts, with um, with JPEGs. You own the receipt to that. Now, the the upside, if this were true to happen in the future, is that whatever whoever the artist was, it can be written into the blockchain that uh, they will receive royalties off of this, off of this um, piece of art. And, and I think I guess that's what I thought. I thought if you bought that and somebody used it. Like you'd be you getting get. money somehow for it. If that because when the guy explained yeah. the way he did, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Why yeah. am I going to buy it if I go to YouTube? Like I don't, I don't know. But but again, he's supposedly a twelve millionaire. And again, so this this kind of goes hand in hand with the idea of the metaverse, this online virtual community that people will one day venture that already they already venture into this place and they are accumulating um, property within the metaverse. Um. And it's it's fun. It's interesting. It's awesome to speculate. Like, oh my goodness! Imagine if I if I invest right now in a couple in a couple of years, not even the years, because this this market moves so fast. In a couple months, my investment could be tripled, quadrupled. It could also turn out that the crypto, the new cryptocurrency that I just invested in, was founded by a scammer and. I essentially don't know what's going to happen to my money or if anybody is going to legitimize my cryptocurrency, right? Uh, something is worth, in, I guess, folks, something is worth as much as someone is willing to buy. So if Enrique has that Indiana Jones on the little uh, on the little Jeep um, and it was worth 40 bucks, but now it's worth 80 bucks. Well, mm -hmm. it's worth 80 bucks because Someone's someone is going to pay 80 bucks for it. But the moment that stops happening, then... It has no intrinsic value. The scary part, and maybe this is where you roll the dice if you are in that world, is that the moment there is nothing from those servers, that company that guarantees your money, your investment is going to be here in two weeks, in two years, two decades, in two decades, right? The whole purpose. A decentralized economy, a decentralized marketplace. It sounds amazing, but there are real world repercussions. A lot of people that put their money into into these, um, I forget, the, the short sales during the, the middle of pandemic. They're oh, like, we're yeah. going to save AMC. We're going to do all this stuff. Um, they're like, sweet, I'm going to invest in this. And what you don't know is that when you want to, the moment you decide I'm cashing out or I'm going to sell, well, there are monies associated, right? That has to go to the government. That has to go to this. That has to go to that. And so I guarantee you this right now, because it's it's the end of January, it's tax season is about mm -hmm. to start here in the US. There's a lot of people that are going to be like, I can't pay my taxes. What is this? Why do I owe $10,000? I, I don't have $10,000. And maybe you cashed out and you got, mm -hmm. you got a new pair of kicks. You got whatever you wanted. You spend all that money. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But now you're... Now you're just stuck holding the bag there with nothing in it. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's that's the credit board. And again, guys, if you invest in cryptocurrency, I would love to, for you, I would love to hear your side. I want to hear why. And at this point, I see, 
I don't necessarily believe that my green money is going to be worth anything tomorrow, right? At, at a certain point, the machine, once the machine breaks down, whether it's a real machine or whether it's this <laughs> virtual machine that's in our heads, mm-hmm. shit's going to hit the fan. What happens when the computers go down? And you're like, well, I only have cryptocurrency to pay you, man. Um, right now in Venezuela, it is about, I, I saw a video and it's a guy and he says, look, our bills, because of inflation, we, this much, these bills are 50,000. These bills are 10,000. He had an entire stack. It looked like the end, like any rap video where they're <laughs> holding money. And he saw, you want to know how much all of this money is? It's about 50 cents American. Just because of the inflation in the country's insane. And just right? because of the, the problems that that country is in. <laughs> right? When someone turns off the power, when someone steals your monkey mm. NFTs, and you're like, and you're like, yeah, decentralized, decentralized. Wait, they stole my NFTs because I opened up my wallet. That's not fair. You're like, well, homie, there's there's no centralized organization that does that. And I think that in order for maybe crypto to actually be more legitimate, um, there has to be an impartial organization that is that that's the centralized location for this. You know, and and, and what the problem isn't so much. The code, right? The code can be rebuilt, all of that. The problem is people, right? Because with, with more money, more problems, <laughs> and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where younger, the, the, the kids that are coming up and they're like, yeah, no, you're an old man, you don't get it. I'm like, my dude, I've read enough where even to see that even the largest empires will crumble. At some point in time. Mm-hmm. At some point in time. We weren't always number one. Exactly. And, you know, that's the thing. There's always been somebody and it, it what, falls apart. And, and, and the daddy of all it, Bitcoin, for some people, is no longer number one. Is no longer the one that people aspire to get. It's like, no, I got to get my, my Dogecoin. I got to get Ethereum. Mm-hmm. I got to get my, my Whatever it is. Starbucks bucks. It, it's just, it, it was just interesting to, 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 I guess, like, so I'm thinking about the metaverse, right? And then it's funny, after watching that, I'm checking something out on the news and they were like, and it says right here that the way this article, um, a woman was sexually harassed on Meta's VR social media platform. She's not the first and she won't be the last. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, so you went online and you thought dudes weren't going to be horrible? Like, the fuck, isn't that what it's been since day one? Like, like, I don't, but then it goes on to talk about how she's, and again, I'm not saying she, these guys didn't do what they did. I'm sure they did, but I don't. Why is this on the news? Like, <laughs> I guess I don't understand because to me, she there's even a, there I was being virtually groped. So if I am in a decentralized space, that's a neutral zone, mm-hmm. if you will. So you're on, you're on, you're on, uh, on waters and then what is it? Uh, uh, um, international waters. International waters, okay. How much do your rights extend into a virtual environment? These are, these are questions that eventually probably when we're all gone, people are going to have to have to um, decide. And, and the funny thing is, it's as silly as it sounds. Is this a crime? In, in the way the law is right now? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Right? Because my avatar diddled. Um, <laughs> diddled. Diddled. Diddled Enrique's avatar. Mm-hmm. And... What are you going to do? Are, are you going to then uh, for, file a complaint with your local place where, guess what? This kid may not even be in America. He may be in a country across the world. Eventually, one day, 
this kid is going to be on a different planet. Well, at this point, uh, all that happens is just that account gets banned from that, you know, which so they, so they do something about it. Yeah, but then you just create a new one. No one. Uh, that's a good point. But I don't know. I, I and I even played that much online. But you play online for more than ten seconds with somebody who do, you doesn't know you. They're gonna fucking tell you everything. They hope your whole family dies. They yeah. hope everybody gets AIDS, cancers of the eye. Like everybody, they it's it's horrible. Yeah. Half of the time when I did play, I would turn it off because I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't want to listen to these fools. But I guess, or you can just not play. And again, I'm not saying, oh, you're saying that the person shouldn't be able to get to do it. No, I'm, I'm saying yeah. you got to know it is what it is. This if is I not an invitation in, to rape me. No, not at all. Come but on. if I walk into a certain neighborhood and I get the shit beat out of me, that's my fault. I mean, let's be 100% real. Like, there's just rules that maybe aren't written down that you kind of know aren't going to happen. And it, like in this one, she, I guess the guy was making, with his hand, was making gestures <laughs> on, the, on the little avatar. Yeah, right? That's what, yeah, Right? And then she says, my husband and my brother were watching me as this happened. My brother-in-law were watching this when it happened. I'm like, holy fuck. Because I'm thinking of my kids. Because not me. I'm thinking of my kids, right? And I would hope you would just be like, that was fucking dumb. Right. But, but maybe I'm not looking at this the right way. I don't know. Because I'm not going to worry about this shit because it's not me. But I just think of my mom and kids. Like, if something like that's happened, for sure, man. Cuss them out. You know, virtually kick them in the balls. I don't know what to tell you. But you can also just not. And hope that when you take those headphones off or whatever, your virtual headset off, you can still be good. Because if people are affected by it this way, that's kind of scary to me because I don't think it's going to stop. Because like you said, what can they do unless we start getting into these? Now laws are going to be written. I'm just like, whoa. I, I just think that a lot. That's crazy. It depends on the person. I mean, that that person probably because the, the, where we're coming from is I think what you're trying to say and, and stop me if I'm putting words in, in your mouth. But we we did we got on we played video games for the entertainment that's it and if we're not having fun we we stop doing it or mm -hmm. we move on with our with our lives and and do whatever else just like if we go watch a movie we don't you know we don't like it it makes us feel a certain way we don't watch it again mm -hmm. or we walk out if you watch a movie you like it you watch it again you become a fan whatever but when you, but if you're a person that watches that movie and you're, and, and it affects you in a bad way where it ruins your life, where you make it a big deal, where now it's newsworthy, it's like, it's like maybe there's an issue in your own world where, or your own life where you're allowing that to affect you in such a way. You know what I mean? Like you should have, you should have other things that are, are, should be more important to. But are we old? Because I feel like we have old moments on this podcast all the time, right? Like last week when we were talking about like the clothes and stuff, right? That, that's that's well, be known, which I'm fine with. I I'm imagine okay with that's that. I imagine that's part of it, but but st it's still it's still. Uh, uh, let me take the opposite view. I use the and I'm just hypothetically speaking. I use the metaverse as my escape. My life is so bad that I'm building the perfect life for myself in that. In there, well, but that's what I'm saying. Yes, it depends on the person and what you got going. on. I have a right. To not be virtually groped, to not be virtually sexually okay. harassed. Okay. And so, um, so then that's why at a certain point, this is how people are going to have to decide what are the rules of the internet. And, and, and I get, oh, but I thought that's the whole thing. Exactly. That, that right. you don't have rules in the internet, right? Like, I, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that that's whole thing. But my thing is like that maybe spend more time fixing the outside, well, like the time you're putting in the metaverse. How, how dare you? I can't. <laughs> How dare you? Like, I, you can't? I, I can't. Or you don't want to? Well. 
and, 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 and that's and, a question. That's and maybe a question. I'm not I'm not at a point in my life where I'm ready to face that decision. And guess what? Maybe I will never face those decisions. I and it, it's it's weird mm-hmm. that our science fiction is becoming science fact <laughs> in, in some ways. Um, and I think it's it's insane that yeah, see it's, there's for some people there is never going to be a distinction between what's real and what's fake wow right, right? Okay. I, 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 as a joke i sent you a picture of a man who loved avatar so much that he he paints himself blue he paints himself as a navi oh, yeah. and his truck is airbrushed in in mm-hmm. scenes of the movie right in a couple of weeks we're going to go to the star wars convention uh and there are people there that would that that accept jedi as a religion right mm-hmm. not yes. just something that's made up for fun that i watch over and over again or i don't watch over and over again so i it's weird to me that that well i guess it's weird but it's also good that we we have to as a society come up with these conversations um we talk about the book ready we talk about ready player one in this mm-hmm. um that the 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 population of the world got so big that uh, trailer parks are the cheapest thing to buy, and instead of creating more trailer parks, you just started stacking them, them up and up. Mm-hmm. And so you had high rises made of trailer parks, and there were accidents that would happen, and these things would collapse. And uh, if you've seen the movie, you see people living their best life in the oasis mm-hmm. because that is that is a distraction from the world we live in, right? And I don't know where this is going to go. And I think I would hope that we use these tales as cautionary tales. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the way I see it, we, we're not. We're in this dystopian future where um, this week, Florida is freezing, <laughs> literally freezing. <laughs> the Nor'eastern it has has stopped people's tracks because there was a giant blizzard that's taking over here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm surprised. It seems here on the East, on the West Coast, like spring is coming earlier. Yeah. Like what, more what's quick, going bro. on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but again, we, people don't want to deal with those realities because it takes away from the money. It takes away their fun. It takes away from their sports and all this other stuff. And again, man, I mean, like, like I say, for me, I get, I am old and I totally understand that. And like metaverse, whatever, I'm just, it's, I'm not going to get it until maybe who knows, maybe later I will and whatever, but I don't know. Not a thing, but I worry about my kids. Right. And, and, and yeah. to me, it's having those conversations with them and like being able to make sure because in the end, I'll be all you have to disconnect at some point in time, unless the future changes, okay. you have to disconnect at some point in time. And you need to work on that more than anything else and, 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 and use it as just an escape. Like we use movies, like we use comic books, like we use anything else, the stuff that we love talking about here. Yeah. It's an escape. And if we don't like and it. And have it be a healthy escape. Yeah. If we don't like it, we get away from it. I mean, you're, you're right. There's a lot of those dudes and the stuff that we talk about, we love that goes so hard. It's kind of gross. And being able to be like, nah, I don't want to be like that, dude. I like this stuff, but you literally lost your family because you love this stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they go so hard with any, and that's anything. I tell the kids all the time, they're like, like, they have conversations about marijuana. It's not addictive. I go, no, anything's addictive. If I'm 400 pounds and I can't stop eating, food's addictive. If I, if I don't have money and I can't pay my bills and I'm still spending it, that's addictive. Like, anything can be if, addictive, guys. If, my, if, if at the it's end of the day, my life, yes, it has to be a balance. If my life is just concerned with, at five o'clock, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get um, blotted. I'm gonna get so drunk that I forget everything that happened today. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's probably a problem. I did that right? shit on Friday. You can, <laughs> you can, you can, you can, you can, you can imbue how you're going to imbue, yeah. but everything in moderation, I think. Right? Yeah, that's what it is, right? If you do that every day, if you're doing whatever, whatever the, it is, anything. and it's unhealthy. Oh, go ahead, Bridget. We're gonna say? No, I'm just, yeah, it can be anything. Anything, right? And I guess for this situation, I'm not trying to belittle anybody feeling uncomfortable, but I hope we get to that place where you can just be like, yeah. get out of it and just be like, you know what? Fuck that. That was bullshit. I don't appreciate that. I'm out right now, but it doesn't ruin your day. Because at the end of the day, it was it was virtually. It wasn't like physically. Like it, you didn't physically feel well, it. You know what I mean? When so we, when we talk about this when we watch sports. When yeah. your team loses, you want to kick the dog. The dog didn't do anything. And if you are, then maybe you don't need to be watching sports like that, right? You need to figure out a, a healthier way or whatever. With me, thank God I had kids because I look over and I'm like, it's fucking Indian. It's a game, bro. Like the players yeah, still I, got I'm paid. The, I'm, I'm, I'm a big Dodger fan, but when 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 there when it's a big World Series game, decisive game, I take myself out of it because I don't. I fear for my health, <laughs> for my well being. So like. You know, like as much as I want to see what happens, I can't. I can't put myself through it because it's not good for me. <laughs> you've you've made a decision. Yeah, you don't want to kick the dog. It's what it is. So you made a decision, and I hope people are able wanna, to make the decision. I don't want to punch a hole through another wall, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. You know, and, so. and hopefully people are able to make that decision. Yeah. And and again, when I keep reading this article and it talks about now she has anxiety and stuff like that, I'm like, oh, that's terrifying to me. Well, okay, so. Being the lady at the table, uh-huh. I was gonna come to a bark about this. <laughs> I don't like. I don't know. I don't dance. know what to. I don't know what to think about that either because um, I think you surround yourself with people that you trust, and I think you you know you you know who you're around, and if you are in a situation where that's happening in real life, yeah, right, you you deal with it however you need to deal with it at the time, depending on where you're at and circumstances, but. I think also, like, I don't know, as a teacher, you think that you're teaching and our world is changing and we're teaching guys. You don't have to be like that to get what you want, you know, like blah, 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 all this stuff. And then you go online and you I, you imagine it's going to be the same. I don't see. I Keep like if, gangsters. if I was getting to see, I wouldn't think that way. Oh, I think I would like, think it's wieners out all day long out there because <laughs> you can hide. I suppose, but I wouldn't think, I guess, depending on like where I'm going and what I yeah, thought. Yeah, I, didn't yeah, you're know, not, I didn't even know about this thing until we started talking. But you're not going in thinking like, yeah, oh, I this is that. a I would not be going right. in thinking people are and trying to take advantage of me here because yeah. this is not real. So why would that right. be a thing yeah. I would have exactly. to worry That's about? That's a good point. That's a good point. Right. And, right. and then That's it, fair. now yeah, it's absolutely. a fucking thing she has to worry about. And now at me, I'm like, well, fuck that. I'm never going to go there because like, well, I don't want to deal with that shit. I, we, we've co- I've gotten myself surrounded by people that I trust and by people that mm-hmm. um, I know respect me and blah, blah, blah. Why would I go somewhere if I know it's going to be like that now? So I think it's just a yeah. big turnoff to people to hear like and this lady, whoever she is and whatever she was doing and whatnot. I don't know because I didn't read the article, but like it's just fucked up. <laughs> I mean, no, it's just fucked she has up. every right to be able to get on there and not have people act stupid. But yeah. the reality is. I don't even have social media because every time I hear people yeah. say the most awful god awful shit on there. Yeah. So I guess that's what I'm saying. If, if something like that happened, I'd be like, I wouldn't go in there expecting about to be like, yeah, fucking assholes. Like you, like, and that's what's and that sucks. But now it's like, do I gotta? How do I even mentally prepare people for that? That's that, that, that that's, is the question. That's, that's scary. Out. Yeah. Um, now, kind of jumping on that is a lot of people 
create their own, like they have their own servers that they play. So it's like people that they want to play with. But I think there's also, um, there's also a little danger in that, that you are playing in this echo chamber where you only see, you only hear what you want to hear, right? Yeah. You only see what you want to hear. Over the weekend, um, we learned about um, boomer rock artists, celebrities that said, hey, you know what? And it starts with Neil Young saying, hey, I don't want my music to be on the same platform as Joe Rogan because he is, he continues to promote these non-factual views. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's fair enough, Neil Young. But then Neil Young said something and he's like, I, I totally believe in free speech. I'm like, my dude, then you don't. But you can't, it can't just be free speech yeah. for you, right? So it, it, you have all the right to say, I don't want my music to be on a platform where this guy exists. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other celebrities have, or musicians have followed suit and they are requesting their music to be taken off of Spotify. Um, and Spotify basically lost $4 billion in valuation on the stock market mm-hmm. over the weekend, which is insane. Now think about how different it would be if all of a sudden BTS is like, you know what? We don't want our music to be on the same platform. How much more clout they would be in that. So immediately they would be like, Hey, we have to have some talks, Joe Rogan. Like you, but at that point, I also don't, I don't, I am not for censorship. But, but and we, I feel like this weekend has been all about censorship because if we, we, we learned that. And then we also learned that um, they are trying to now ban certain books in that teach critical race theory that just are, are books that you probably would want your kids to read. But like you, you said this when we talked about Xbox, is Neil Young really feel that hard about what he's saying or is he mad because he gets pennies on the dollar for his music on on spotify well supposedly the, the majority of of what the majority of the streaming mm-hmm. comes from spotify yeah but how so much I, money is he making off of that he doesn't need to make money Any more money that's true the way yeah i don't think it's up and coming artists need to do yeah. because if if they have a shitty contract with streaming services imagine the newest artist that is trying to come up I always go back to Cal State, man. She was an amazing lady. And like she said, if you're going to say it's free speech, it has to be for everybody, even the ones you don't like. Yeah, you yeah don't, like it, don't buy Spotify. Don't pay for Spotify. Right. Don't listen to it. If Don't listen to his show. If he loses enough, trust me, if he if his people would completely leave or Spotify would have no problem getting out of that situation. The fact is, he's probably the most popular show they have. I mean, I, mean, I, could, I could be wrong, but I'm assuming that he is. So it's, it's one of those things, guys, if we, you don't like it, don't buy it. And and I because I guess yeah, censorship scares me because like if it begins with that one book, then it's another book and the other book and the other book and the other book and the other book and then it's like whoa 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 slow down that song then the other song then the other song right oh well that's scary they so so they showed a picture of a I saw a picture of a of a bookstore and it says these books have been banned in 2020. I was like really the Lorax and the Diary of Anne Frank, oh, um, Catcher in the Rye, the like Hunger, in different places right just there's, yes the Hunger oh. Games the Handmaid's Tale. Right now, they there is very quietly in a, in a in a school district. There's a principal that is trying to get um, all of these books that have LGBTQ themes, anything out, taken out. And they're like, "Wait, you're doing what?" And so now they people have amplified their voices on social media, and they're like, "Yeah, no, no, you let's talk about this in the open." Uh, I forget what city the the mayor is like. Yeah, we, we're not going to fund. We're not going to give a hundred thousand dollars to your library because you guys have these books. Good and, Lord. Any, here's the thing, guys. Anytime 
anybody has tried to ban knowledge, you don't end up the good guy in the situation. Mm-hmm. Look, in the end, I'll be all, don't be assholes and teach people around you not to be assholes. <laughs> Just, let's try to be good people. And then when you jump on the metaverse, you shouldn't have to worry about that. And when you want to listen to something, you choose what you want to listen to. And if you don't, you don't. And and just don't be assholes. And it comes down to <laughs> well, yeah, and it comes down. I to know it sounds simplistic, but but I mean, it comes you know? down to uh, to being understanding of of different of mm-hmm. of, yeah. every, of just people being different than what you are and collect stuff that you want to collect exactly. Yeah, not because what makes you feel good. What not, make, what, what not what because it, this what, monkey NFT yeah. is going to you're going to flip it because guess what if you're just if you are digital hoarders you're not rich you're just a digital hoarder. <clears throat> yeah i mean i and, and that's the thing like and just in, enjoy it and enjoy it for the fun that it is like i i don't know i love going to these places and and, and do these things in the end all it's fun i don't ever like with these moves i'm gonna be able to, no i just want to go have a good time you know it is what it is but um and just stop being assholes uh <laughs> i like that right i mean because you're right nobody deserves that anywhere you yeah. know, and and then let surround people, surround yourself with good people, and teach your your team, your fam to be good. And ah, this stuff kind of takes care of itself sometimes. But I mean, it is what it is. Abarca, on a much lighter note, you met a celebrity yesterday. Yeah, guys. <laughs> uh, finally, I got to leave the house in about a month because um, I've been fighting. I've been fighting the flu, and then the Rona, and then flu Rona, and then flu Rona, and then and then uh, King Gidra. That's all of them. And uh, I'm doing much better, but. Guys, I went back to Galaxy's Edge, and guess what? I'm at R2-D2. <laughs> the R2-D2? Yeah, uh, yes, there's only one R2-D2. Just like there was only one Mickey Mouse. <laughs> He's in the parade, and that poor little guy, he runs <laughs> off, and he says hello back at his house, and he runs to the front of the party, and he's like, hey, everybody, it's me. Oh, all right, all right, I gotta go. So R2-D2, huh? Yeah, dude, you know what? And uh, so they're there are they out and about now? He they they have he is, yeah. R2D2 is out in the park and I can only imagine being, you know, that 6-year-old kid. Oh. Like yeah. that is R2D2. Like there I could when I see costume characters I'm like I know that's not Mickey. Yeah. But that's R2D2. What 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 are we doing hat-wise here? Three feet? Well, how big is this guy? R2D2. Oh, feet? he was he was waist high on me, so He's, 3 4 feet. It, it's three feet maybe three feet he's about my size he's about right. <laughs> like table height right that's pretty cool maybe that's yeah. dope so um in a couple of weeks uh they're they are having star wars night at disneyland park and last time they had it they had 3po mm, okay a, a walk around 3po so like if i have a picture with c3po and r2d2 like i'd like He'll die happy. My, my life is complete. He'll trade in all his NFTs and just die happy. I'll be ready to rock and roll. I'm making myself into an NFT. Actually, did you know what? Did you know it takes about $80 to mint? And that's the energy cost of an NFT? 80 bucks? Yeah. It's big, cheaper than trying to get your card freaking graded, dude. That's, that's insane. Yeah. But, that's awesome. But the, so before we move on to uh, the second half, uh, went to the comic book store, uh, Fat Collectibles in La Habra. Uh, and apparently the owner there, like knows all the Power Rangers because every couple of weeks, it seems like every week, yeah. there's another Power Ranger there. Oh. So uh, for this one, um, we bumped into the Red Ranger, the original Red Ranger, mm-hmm. Austin St. John. Yeah. was uh, he? Which was the MMA fighter? From the show? From the show. The TV show? Yes. Yeah. From the, oh, the original Power Rangers. Um, second, Yellow Ranger. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the African-American one. And Zordon. Zordon was there. Bad guy. 
Really? No, Zordon is uh, is the the head. So like, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Alpha, yes, 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 <laughs> Radical dudes. Was that was that any of you guys' thing? Not really. I watched it, but it wasn't my thing. I watched it because it was on, either. and I I was like, "What's all the hype about?" But nope. it was you would never think it would have like, went right up my alley. No, because we were no. it, we were we were, were in high school. Oh, was that when I started? Oh yeah, yeah. It was not my thing at all. Yeah, like no, it that was chicks at that time. Well, we'll see. What grade? <laughs> <laughs> I was well, like, gummy bears. They bounce here and there and everywhere. <laughs> but what, what I learned is that. <laughs> I'm hey, talking to a fucking bang, bro. I'll tell you right now. Get your junk, get your juice. Great fucking theme song, too, dude. That theme song, I forgot about that the other day when we were talking about theme songs. I forgot that. Gummy bears. We are the gummy. Okay, anyways, go. Yes, it's working out. So I am uh, taller than almost all of the Power Rangers. So they're little, little. They are little. Mm. Like, supposedly that the, the Red Ranger is six foot. I was like, my dude, you're not six foot. Like, you're six foot with hair. Like, <laughs> You're six foot when you're on the when you're the top of the big robot <laughs> on the T Rex. We're not speaking ill of him. <laughs> just saying, he's not six foot. No, and six but foot. like the 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 Yellow Ranger was like five one, five two. Wow, yeah. So I was like, and so as a kid, again, so it goes kind of hand to hand with R two D two. Like as a kid, you you see these, these mm-hmm. your heroes on television, and you're like, wow, they're larger than life. And then I met them in life, and they're like, yeah, Yo, you're not larger. You're, you're larger to the sides, not, not <laughs> height-wise. <laughs> they, they went s- out. Not they out. seemed nice, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they seemed like good people. Hey, uh, that's our comic book store. You never know when oh, I hey, might make a connection and get someone no, no, no. on the show. They, because they, they came in early. They're like, hey, we heard there was a line, guys. So we're here. Let's get it done. Let's yeah. get it started. That's we're cool. going to meet everybody. We got time for everybody. Um, yeah, it was way cool. Yeah. That's cool. So that's that's awesome. Hey, comic book stores are always like like hit or miss sometimes with the people that are there, right? You get the real cool dude that just likes to talk and you know he's nice. Then you also get the like the, the dude that makes you not want to go into comic book stores. <laughs> yeah, you get him. So you know when you meet some nice people in there, it's it's cool, man. Like, do you remember that? Remember the dude we met at Golden Glove back in the day? I mean, when it was at the. Next to the Chico's phone. Is no. it Chico? Remember the, the homie in the back? Yes. Trying to act like he was building the next G.I. Joe or whatever. And it's like, well, just shut up, dog. Like, you, you're relaxed, bro. You have a ponytail and it's balding at the top. Like, stop, bro. Like, <laughs> it's he was he was literally the comic book guy. He was never nice. He was never like helpful. Like, it was just kind of like, bro, like, relax. And then people in there were always playing like some card game and they were rude as shit. Like uh, was, Dungeons and Dragons, sir. No, no, it was magic. It was no, magic. Oh, magic, magic, yeah. magic was, was Dungeons and Dragons hard. is fun. They, they, no, they, yeah, they didn't have the little things and the, the dice. No, no, this was just straight. Yeah, cards I meant, or I meant Magic the Gathering. Yeah, yeah, yeah and they teach you. And like I remember, you know, I'm trying to get. I don't know what these games are, by the way, but uh, <laughs> I'm too manly in sports. No, I, honestly, I, I never played the card games either. I honestly wouldn't like. I didn't like Pokemon. Any of those, I never. Well, yeah, even played. like I guess Pokemon would be another one. No, the kids play them. The kids play them like crazy, though, man. Like, oh yeah, oh they go hard with them. But anyways, it's just always like rude and smelled like virginity. It was crazy. But um, yeah, good times. Um, so but you met the Rangers. You met R two D two. I just bumped into the Rangers. I didn't. Oh, you, oh, you guys didn't like. Oh, you not hoping? So he's not coming on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they can come on the podcast, so we can yet. talk about we can talk about their favorite martial arts movies. That would be dope. But speaking of martial arts movies, we took a trip to Japan this week, guys. And we'll be back after this break. In an empire ruled by fear, 
The only hope is a blind samurai named Satoichi. From Takeshi Kitano, the acclaimed master of Asian cinema, comes the story that ignited a nation and a man who challenged a kingdom. Justice has a new name. Satoichi. And that was the trailer for Satoichi, the blind swordsman. Or is he? Hey, Barker, hit him oh, with the back of the box. Well, All right, guys. Blind Traveler Satoichi is a master swordsman and a masseuse with a fondness for gambling on dice games. When he arrives in a village <laughs> torn apart by warring gangs, he sets out to protect the townspeople. He is also enlisted. Uh, he is also enlisted to help two sibling geisha, uh, Okinu and Osei avenge the murder of their parents who were slaughtered in a massacre. Satoichi must fight his way through numerous enemies before finally clashing with a heartless crime boss. Uh, this movie was directed by um, by Beat Takeshi or uh, Takeshi Kitano. Um, he plays Satoichi. Uh, Yuko Dakia is Oki. Uh, Daigoro Tachibana is Osei. Michiko, Michiyo Osuk Okuso is an Osume. Talanubia Sano is ro- the Ronin Hattori. And uh, Waralantan Taka is Shinkichi. Woo, Barker, man. You deserve some kind of prize to get through that damn list right there. Yeah. Hey, Enrique. What did you think of this movie? I get the feeling you didn't like this movie. What would give you that idea? I might be my number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, I hate you so much. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. What did you think of this movie? I didn't like it. Mm. I don't like it. I, I feel like this movie, this this movie can be beautiful at at times, mm. yeah. the way it was shot. But I feel like it was trying to, to be too many things, and it didn't do one thing that well. Like I couldn't understand if this was a musical or comedy, uh, like a like a dramatic uh, story, you know, like like hero, you know, like I think of hero like this a slow pace, but it's a beautiful story, mm-hmm. beautiful shots, you know, whatever. I feel like this movie was that's the feeling I was getting from this movie in the beginning, but then, but then there was like um like sound like sounds with people the. F- Fucking music in this movie drives me crazy. And then like some com- <laughs> like comedic comedic like characters coming in and out. That's like okay, I guess that's fine. But like, ah, like is it trying to be a comedy too? And but didn't really work. And then guys, in 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 real life, we have we have hard times, but we also have laughter. The laughter sometimes gets us through those hard times. <laughs> I can't work. <laughs> <laughs> I want a guy so, running around my house like that. Yeah, so I just, I just, um, wow, y'all, I like that. I don't want special needs kids. <laughs> I, I was really, I was really like trying to like this movie. <laughs> what they call him? He's, he's an idiot. No, what did she call um, him? He's a something idiot. She had a name for him. I was like, God dang, lady, like, boy, what's the dream? Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it just didn't. And then, and then to top it off at the end, they give me a, a like a musical, like, it got very Bollywood at the end to me. I was like, hey, okay, all right. And it was just like all over the place for me. I, I just, it, was, it wasn't for me. So I, I don't, me not like <laughs> you it. You feel it. Okay, you didn't like it. All, all right, right, so you heard it here. Enrique hates the Japanese. Okay. Did, well, we asked you this at the end, but I guess, uh, 
in in assess in um samurai movies that you watched so yes. far do you is this one up there for you mid it's cool what would what, you think in that level because you've seen a lot a lot more than me i have not dabbled as much as you into these every once in a while i will um i've seen some that i really enjoyed yeah spoiler did not enjoy this yeah. one but wow where is it for you I, oh, before you go it's the samurai thing like a japanese that's a, like mainly if it's samurai yes. like swords is Jap japanese <laughs> of course tom cruise telling you how he's the last one ever anyways go ahead yeah. <laughs> yes uh, samurai uh, originate from from uh, japan as do ninjas um so i i enjoy this movie um, I don't know how many times I've watched it. It felt a little long in the tooth mm. watching it mm -hmm. this last time. Um, Beat Takeshi uh, is a comedian. So the, oh. so he is a comedian. He was he uh, started his career in, in almost kind of with a comedy duo. And they just go back and forth and just doing little quips. Lauren yeah. Hardy? More, no, more than that. It's, um, I would say it's more like, like, um, uh, Fry, Stephen Fry, and uh, the guy whose house, Doctor House. Oh, uh, Hugh Laurie. Oh, yeah, there you go. Well, it's, like, it's just this comedy duo. They go gotcha. back and forth, and mm -hmm. and then they legit. He legit started doing um, um, strip club comedian. Wow. Yeah, and so yeah. he's become this this um, kind of larger than life personality in in Japan. Then yeah. let me let me let it me makes ask you this. sense knowing that after watching this, but it just I don't know. So then let me let me let me ask you this. I did not know that. And and cool, look at that. Learn something new. So then we could say Stephen Chow is a kind of like a comedic actor who has love for all movies, but especially he wants to show his Asian cinema. Yeah. And he and we and we've loved Kung Fu Hustle. Does this movie kind of do that too? I, I don't think it does. I think okay. he is very he's only he only made like 13, 14 movies. Like the, and so uh, a lot of them he plays a, like a yakuza boss. He's done kind of personal stories that have been more successful. He's done um, comedies that have not been as successful. Um, he has struggled in his career to be taken as a serious um, director, a serious um, artist, mm. because he was kind of pigeonholed into just being, "Oh, you're the funny guy. Got it. You're Jim Carrey." Do some wacky, mm -hmm. and you're like, no, I want to make, I want to make uh, Man on the Moon, you know, I want to make uh, Twenty Three. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I, I want to do Cable Guy, where it's a darker comedy. <laughs> cable Guy. I would um, say Shlong. So, <laughs> to to give you a little context, Zatoichi is a character from from in Japan, who is a very um, well known character. Gotcha. Um, I, I I I don't want to say he's akin to Captain America. Would he be kind of like um, Jet Li, the, the, the that character? That he's not, but he's not a historical character that has taken a, a, another life, right? Mm. Like there are samurai that that actually lived, um, Musashi Miyamoto, who then they make these amazing movies. But Zatoichi had, you know, dozens of movies starring the same actor. Had yeah. a television show. I noticed that. Um, and so this is his interpret. He's like, I want to make something different to the point where he's like. I want to make Zatoichi blonde. Mm -hmm. He's like, I don't. I want to make my own Zatoichi movie. And it could be said that, hey, well, why don't you just make your own samurai? He's like, well, I, I want to make this. Mm -hmm. And so uh, this movie has comedic elements, but I think it also has these heartbreaking moments 
in the movie that that you're like, whoa, that is way messed up. Yeah, that, yeah. The things that happen to to children. In this, mm-hmm. um, but that that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. It's just it was just all over the place in that way because you're right. It has. Like on top of uh, like on top of trying to figure out how to feel about this movie, and then and then it hits me with that with the kids and what happened and 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 what and I'm like, yeah. but oh. could you could it be fair to say that's literally everyday life? I understand. Right? I, so like you you could have a horrible week. Something could have happened at at work, and then you think, man, that's the shittiest thing that's gonna happen. And then you're like, boom. oh, yeah, Mary died. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wait, what? But I just. And then you try to find some levity in it by coming and doing a, a wonky podcast or something. <laughs> but so, yes, it is a fair it's fair to say that this movie um, is kind of just a little roller coaster. Yeah, absolutely. Of emotion. Because um, I can I can I can appreciate a movie that that doesn't necessarily like fit my bill. Right. Right. Like perfect example for me would be Joker. We all watch this together. That movie, that movie was fucked up. Like I was like. I didn't necessarily. I haven't watched it since. <laughs> I don't either. think I ever will. But <laughs> I it was a feel good movie, guys. I still that. <laughs> but walking out of that, I'm like, man, that was that was an amazing work of art. That was an amazing movie where it was it was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I was uncomfortable the whole time watching it. You, you want a mind fuck? Check this out. That movie was supposed to be made by Steven about Martin Scorsese. At a certain point, he was the one that's going to oh, make I a movie. That. Yeah. Right. And so I think that that then Todd Phillips. He was like, I need to make a movie that is Scorsese-like, mm. using the Joker to tell this story. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I totally, totally, I, I completely agree. Um, I don't know. Let's get into it. This movie, right. this movie starts off. Um, My man chilling. Yeah. Just minding his business. And here comes some uh, local toughs. It seemed to me like everybody's some, some sort of mafia member I, in this movie. I didn't want to say that, but yeah, I kind of felt like that too. I, didn't, I felt like everybody he was dealing with a pro was yeah, something like that. So they roll up. They have a little kid steal his cane. He rolls up to him. And this is where I already have my first question, Barca. And the, my man chops him up quick. And we find out he's blind. He does a really good job of, of portraying that. Well, I got a question about that later. But anyways, um, we find out he's blind. Yada, yada, yada. Why? Why was it a choice in two thousand three to give me the digital blood that, that throughout I, the movie? That, digital, that, digital knives, digi- uh, yeah, digital yeah, swords. Digital knives too. That like that, like, that was a choice you made. Why? I, I don't think this movie gets made. You can, they're like you can have the names Atoichi, but we're not paying you extra money to do this. Like I feel like the, he made this movie with. So, so in the IMDb trivia, it says that he intentionally used CGI, um, wanting to soften the shock to the audience due to the high bl- body count. So he told the CGI artist he wanted the blood to look like flowers blossoming across the screen. It's intentional because it's not as gory, I guess. It's not as gory because it, the the you see blood splattering, like digital blood, but then it just goes away. It doesn't... It doesn't land anywhere, right? But, but you're not really like like once you're slashed, you kind of I understand. Anyway, <laughs> the and certain shots you can get away like it, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. You, you won't see it anyways. But then for me, the big the biggest was the the swords. Like there's a shot where a sword goes through a body yeah. and then like it shifts yeah. over where it just it just it just doesn't look good. I, th- I thought he was a. F- I thought they like maybe didn't have the money to get the kind of stunt people that you probably have to get to make these sword fights happen. But I also think so he's, it was digital. He's, he's a middle aged man. 
He's gotcha. a middle-aged man. He, he might not be trained. We, before this, before we saw this, we before we started recording, we we're watching a, a clip from uh, a Steven Seagal movie <laughs> where he fights um, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, yeah. What was it called? Chinese. Uh, chi- chi- Chinese salesman. Chinese salesman. Yes. Yeah. And so there, you can tell very obviously that there are parts where that is not Mike Tyson and that is not. Uh, Steven Seagal. But it's ridiculous. Like, Steven Seagal went from being 300 pounds to being 150 pounds. Like, it's like, it's like <laughs> nice. bro, what are we doing here? Like, come on, man. It was kind of funny. So maybe you think they're doing that to help with the... Yes. Of- so I... Yes. I also... The CG in Japan from that movie... So Japanese movies are rated on the cheap. Mm. It's not... It's... They were never going to have Hollywood money. They're not going to have China money. Where some of these, you're like, wow, the, the, the CG effects in this are amazing. Um, but I, here, I'm not defending that. I'm not defending the CG. I just, it, was, it was rough. It, yeah. It was rough. It was rough. And I think that there's some effects in Japanese movies that are similar in quality. God, it's like we're learning. We're still learning how to use these tools. Yeah. Okay. Or, hey, we're getting, we're getting uh, uh, our cousin to do these things for us. And one thing I realized by by the end of this movie that I'm like, oh, this is probably why I don't watch as many of these. It, true to the realism of, 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 I guess, of a samurai fight, they don't, they're not going to have a long fight. They're quick fights. Right? Isn't it like you're supposed to be dead in three moves? I have to ever hear something about samurai, right? It's like it's, a, it's whatever. And this and this movie does that. It's a, lot of, a lot of slicing and dicing. It, and it, it, but it's not even a lot of slicing and dicing to me. It's just like slice and dice. And then we move on. But right. we talk about this. You say you don't like this sometimes. I love... Crippled Avengers, when my man with the rings and they're fighting for a lot. I love that. Yeah, it's a 20 minute fight. Yeah, I love that. So when I saw these fight scenes, I'm like, okay, well, that's real, but. Oh. Like, what makes that guy such a badass? Like, it seems like anybody can just go up and slice and dice and then move on. Like, what's the skill in that, right? Not, not even so much the skill. To me, it's not as beautiful as seeing um, two guys basically do a dance for 20 minutes like we Check said fact, um, with a with sword of destiny yeah yeah there you go you're also a sword but he didn't make three moves and it was over he it took such a long time for him to go and I, that's what i like i like to see it go back and forth and one guy gets a little bit and another guy gets a little bit and, and i get but like samurai are three moves and they're done i get that and i can respect that but visually seeing that in the movie i'm like oh none of these fight scenes would make me be like hell yeah it was a dope ass fight scene i didn't feel like that so that's another reason why this movie. Yeah, I mean, you never you know, feel. I mean, like I said, you never feel like. Well, well what makes him such a badass? Like, why is he so good? Yeah, because I mean, he's blind. blind. Well, no, that's, that's the thing. He's thinking about the like, I'm like the bodyguard. <laughs> that's so funny. That's what I called him throughout the movie too. The bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you kind of see why he's a badass. But, but there's confused. only one scene. That I was confused. Yeah. There's only one scene where you're like, okay, cool. Like he's good. He's obviously good with the with the mm-hmm. sword. But then that's it. And then all the other fights is just him going up to people and just like, you know, slicing them up. And then that's it. It's like, yeah. okay. Cool. So, okay. So we start this movie. We see Zatoichi kick some ass right at the beginning. Then we go to a town. And in this town, we see, and these flashbacks threw me off. I, I got to be honest with you guys. I was like, oh shit, what are we at now? What's going on? But then I, then I, I, I would catch up later. So I so, would catch up. Yeah. So they're, they're at rest stop. Yeah. And we are introduced to the three main. Yeah characters mm-hmm. or there are groups in the story the first one is a couple yes well uh, it's the a bodyguard ronin. it's a ronin mm-hmm. and his wife his mm-hmm. wife who is, is sick. sick tuberculosis who knows oh. dysentery gotcha um <laughs> dysentery she died of dysentery 
Like, that was a great thing you died of in Oregon Trail, bro. There you go. <laughs> and so we see a flashback to this Ronan. Just killing. Like, but who, who was it? We really don't know. Yeah, we don't know. He's just. And he kills some people. Slices yes. them up. Then we meet the geishas. Yes. Right? And we have a flashback to them. I like the, I, they. Were, they were probably my favorite characters. Um, also the saddest but they were my favorite characters they did this real cool thing where she would play guitar um, the brother I, didn't, I first honestly didn't know but then the brother dances and then she gets the strings from the guitar and basically I was thinking of um, uh, Godfather um, yeah you know they, they uses the strings to basically choke him out but she says within it you used to be the accountant for you know, you know, you know who we are. And it kind of leaves you there. And I was just kind of like, oh, okay, we're going to get more of this. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. And they're there. So you're right. Like at the same time, all these people come to the town, like this town. Then we're also, we also find out that within the town, the people are getting basically hit up for money on the daily. Yes. And I, and it's like, there was, there was one, <laughs> one big group. Enrique's uh, showing us some legs and running <laughs> himself down. Don't rub them down. <laughs> Don't rub them down. Don't rub them down. Don't rub and so we it's we see farmers mm -hmm. like a little farmers market and a new group a new mafia group has come mm -hmm. in and is has muscling on this turf or yes. they, and so it's unclear at first if they gave money already but then now this other group wants money and you're like wait dude like we already gave you money like what is going on okay so then um this is the first time that i was like what with the music choices in this movie they were, in, and I'm not even talking about the dancing, whatever. I'm talking about how, like, I felt like the music didn't fit the scene sometimes. And who the fuck am I? But, like, it was, like, supposed to be dramatic, and the music was, like, making me want to, like, bop a little bit. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, I, I don't know. The sounds were, were wild in this movie. I, I, I didn't care for it. I did not feel the music at all in this movie. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But, yeah, you know. I just, uh, that's, I mean, that's what, I, like, I was saying. I just didn't know, like, how am I supposed to feel right now? <laughs> what the hell am I supposed to feel about the scene? He's like, I'm using it. I get it. I get it. I, I, I agree with you. So then we find out that Zatoichi is actually helping. I called her the veggie lady, the lady that yes. was at the market. They kind of, he helps her carry her veggies from like where they pick them to her house. Um, oh my God. And then when they cut to the scene of him rubbing her down, I was for a second, I was like, oh my, oh God. Oh, oh damn. I was like, what's going on? Because, of, and I'm like, oh, okay, he's just giving her a, oh, that's, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, but at first I was just like, oh. Well, first of all, she said no hanky panky. Yeah. I get it, but maybe only spits game. You never know. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so yeah, we they 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 take the veggies back. He rubs her down. Don't rub her down. Don't rub her down. You know, <laughs> and then um, we also okay. She leaves the next day to go get more more veggies or whatever or to sell. Yes, and then she's like, "What am I going to ask a blind guy to cut wood?" And this scene was one of those comedic elements that I, I also was just kind of like, "Ugh!" But he's cutting the wood because he's awesome, and he's also tossing them back and stacking them perfectly just without looking. But then in the middle of this, a guy comes running around yelling um, that well, does he? I don't even know if he yells anything. He just is yelling. He's the neighbor's son. He's and the guy trips him. <laughs> and he eats crap and then he just gets up and keeps running and then he finds out later from the veggie lady that that's just what that guy does he wants to be a samurai one day that's it and, and he, he, he we see him like a few more times throughout the, the movie I think he's dancing at the end too isn't he yes oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. everyone's dancing everyone's at dancing at the end not so, everyone no only the good guys the bad guys are not in the end even even, even even Zatoichi is not, not in the, the end, end because he's a villain. 
Okay, but, wait. Uh, okay, we'll have to come back to that. But because yeah, I, that annoyed me that in between of that dance number, I'm like, why are you still giving me story? <laughs> like, oh yeah, I know they were uh, like, wrapping like, things hey, up. I suppose. Hey, what's up? What's up? Die. Uh, uh, like I was like, what, uh, I don't know how to feel. Um, so uh, okay. Um, then we find out that as one with as as amazing as man is as a samurai, as a blank swordsman, wink, wink. He got a little bit of the itchy finger when it comes to gambling. He loves to gamble. So he goes into town and he gambles. And real quickly, as he's going into town, the veggie lady's like, oh, don't turn into my nephew, man. We haven't seen that for him forever because he <laughs> likes to gamble so much. And spoiler alert. He's right there. The one casino that this man walks into, which I got questions about that. Well, I think there's only one casino. No, there's two. No, there's because two. they went to that ugly, the real broke down one. No. They went to the Golden West Casino later, <laughs> but in the first one, they went to the Eagle Mountain. Well, that's, that's after, because they had to do casino. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Casino yeah. in the dark or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they're in the casino and he sits right next to her nephew, right? It was her nephew, I think. Right? Uh, yeah, 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 nephew. Um, I've always thought he goes and looks for him. Maybe. I didn't, I didn't think that at all. But now that you said it out loud, I'm like, well, that's a good point. Maybe, but he was already leaving and she kind of just said that. Yeah, and so he's like, oh, you know, let me go get this guy. Okay. Ah, okay. I think he goes to get him because um, Zatoichi, the per, like the character, is that is that is how he makes his living. He gambles mm-hmm. because he can cheat, essentially. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's not cheating, but he hears it, so he's yeah. cheating. And then um, Masseuse. Is that cheating? Well, it's like county cards, cheating or not, they kick you out of casinos. Yeah. But hearing like the sound of them is why is counting cards cheating? You're not t- you're not doing anything illegal, but you know a you system of, of counting. But they kick you out of casinos for it. Once you make X amount of money, they're like if that you're, costing, if you're yeah. ultimately costing. Yeah, money. that's what it is. It's not that it's cheating; it's that you're never losing. Okay, <laughs> I mean, that's I guess cheating or not. They're like get out. <laughs> you know, so they, they 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 tell you to get out. So then, so okay, so he he meets him there. He helps him win some money. Um, and it sounds like this is the first time this man's ever won money. And then we <laughs> cut to talk about a problem in the metaverse, a zoo-like place where you pick your ladies, like like in Amsterdam. Yes, but you're jumping all oh, over. Oh, wait, wait, okay. Well, jumps, uh, yeah, like this goddamn movie jumps all over the place. But go ahead. What are those? We're all over the place. I, I know. Oh, question. Sorry, let me go back to Cena. I did have a question. They're they're doing like the the guys are like so you half can't. naked, so you can't cheat. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought so, but I don't know. If there was something else going on. This is a. Uh, this is like when I pack cocaine and yeah, and bras. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 And, and it's kind of like when the dealers do the thing, like nothing wrong, and they do the whole thing and then they leave. Okay. Um. I'm, that was great for radio for me making hand signs. Yeah. Sorry, guys. But uh, <laughs> for radio, he's, da- so, he's dancing so down at the other before end. they go to the whole house. What happens, Burger? Well, we so we know that the runner's wife is sick. Yes. And we so, never were told exactly what, right? No. Okay. Again, she had a dengue fever. Uh, so she's, she's yeah. so he goes to look work, to, for the work cat. at the restaurant. Uh, we get these thugs coming in to collect some money. And so the run is like, hold on. Uh, hey, I need a job from your, your boss. And he's like, what about, get away. Takes a sword and like slices their sake bottles in half. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. And these, they're like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Which is a typical reaction in Sarah. Yeah. was like, yeah. Oh. Oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they run away. They bring back. They bring back one of the bosses. Mm-hmm. And so, um, let's see. What are we he does this thing where he cuts his like necklace, but then he's like, that's not the thing. Look down. And then yes. when the guy looks down, the sword is perfectly placed between his toes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only scene where I was like, oh, this guy's a badass. 
Yeah. So so then like the guy's like, oh, don't worry about it. I'm gonna go let my boss know that you, you're that dude. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 his story's kind of kind of like even though I got confusing in the middle and I and I have questions, but I felt bad for that guy because it feels like the only thing he's doing is making money for his lady. And and like he said at one point he says I'll have a post again. Was he like a cop at some point? No, he well, uh, not, whatever he, you would call it. Really. If he was a Ronin, he was he would work for some government official, someone, so a lord. So his post would be working for another, mm-hmm. but he had to stop doing that because he had to make more money by being in the dirty game. No, I think that at this point in Japanese history, like they are getting rid of the samurai. So you have this weird traditional oh. period where all the samurai, like you get out, like you, we don't longer need you because guess what? We got guns. Yeah, mm-hmm. we see a little. We see well, only ones, but we yeah. see it. Yeah, and so that's so we kind of get the story of the last samurai. Hmm. The only- <laughs> Tom Cruise guys. Tom Cruise last samurai mm-hmm. ever. That's what I heard. Bro. That's what I heard. <laughs> so again, based kind of on a true story, loosely based on a true story. But we, we get. I heard they're making a movie with Tom Hanks called The Last Mexican Alive. But I don't know. If that's true. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll take it. Paul Mooney, shout out. Uh, <laughs> Tom Cruise is Pancho Villa, bro. We want to movie. See. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> that was, no, it's a bunch of starting one of the Chris's. <laughs> like, like, Evan. Benito Juan is starring. No. Okay, so anyways. But, okay. So, we find out she's sick. He gets a job being a bodyguard. Um, they make it up. This tavern is very important to this whole story. There's a lot of major things that happen in this tavern, yeah. which at the end you're like, oh, sh-, like, oh, craziness. Wow. That's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. I still don't know who the main boss was, by the way. Okay, but we'll, we'll get there, to Cause it. I had questions about that too. Um, so, oh, and then we also had that scene where the two gentlemen wanted to try out their new sword. They had gotten. Yes. As Zato, Zatoichi is walking to the casino and they, they go out there and I thought he was going to, Kill him. But he really does more of just cutting the sword, right? Yes. And then and kind of showing them, like, I will murder you. And they, they kind of run away and blah, blah, blah. But they weren't anybody else, right? I didn't miss that, right? They, it was just for that scene. Like, I just, I was like, wait, did these guys? They're just randos? Yeah, that that's what it was, right? I don't remember. We may say, you know what? Because they're not any of the main characters. Like, I don't, yeah. I'm not looking for them. Gotcha. But were they trying to? They, they want to get a favor from the mafia guy. From the boss. Uh, and so they're giving him a gift. And once he gives a gift, you know, they're going to be like, uh, Don Corleone, I come to you on the day of your daughter's yeah, wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, while, while Satoichi is playing um, odds and evens odds and evens at the casino. Very simple game, I might add. The Roman has his first <laughs> job. So he's been uh, tasked with taking out the other game. The other game. There's two yeah. gangs. And he's right now going to murder everybody. I did jump ahead of my nose. I'm sorry about that. And he, and, <laughs> and he murders them all. Like he, that that was a cool little scene. The one where they were carrying the guy in the like, uh, what would you? I don't know. Oh, why, dang it! I just remember because I they say it on on the book of Boba Fett. What is that? The, whatever it's called. Oh, can, well, you, whatever. can you look that up for me? Like a SPS, please. Um, but what the, they were carrying them in kind of like a carriage, but it was four guys. It's the way you carry a king or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he that was a really cool. That was a cool little scene. The way he cuts the first guy and then like da, 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 it just that one looked cool. Um, then and you're right. I completely did all this. This is the part where I got a little. I did. I was trying to jump ahead. I was like, I'm trying to get to the end because I have so many questions about the end. But I do have questions about this part. Sorry. So they went. They went to the casino. Satoichi goes to the inn uh-huh. and he's drinking sake. And then the master swordsman, the, the Ronin comes in 
mm-hmm. and he sits down and he's like, Sasuke. But hold on, before that though, before that. Oh no, they, no, no, you're right. It's after, God, this fucking movie. Okay, yeah, you're right. Sorry, they meet each other and they do this thing where they both try to pull their, their weapon, but they kind of stop each other from doing it. And then they, and it's funny that the, I love what Satoichi says, he's like, it's kind of cramping here. Like he's gonna, like, it's kind of, there's not enough space. And they kind of just both realize like, okay, we're gonna step back, but yeah, you're one to work. You're, you're one I have to watch and watch and you're one I'm gonna, sooner or later, me and you. But right now is not the time. Later, spoiler alert, we find out that the, the Gramps is actually somebody big. But Gramps says, I knew it from the day I met you, that you weren't blind. Is there something I missed that he noticed in that first meeting? I think his reaction is... But his reaction is like that all the time. That's what I was thinking too, but he, he does crazy shit. But I guess he's not blind, but whatever. Even if he wasn't blind, the shit he does is crazy. So like... You what, know what I noticed in the very opening scene? When that kid walks up and takes his cane, he looks away... When he grabs a cane. But, oh, okay. I thought he was doing that to, to, to put his ear. Okay. Didn't dare to have a style, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I'm saying, is there, did, did the old man make a face where he was like, oh. Like, I, because I, he says, like, no. the first, oh, okay. No, yeah, I was wondering. I, there, is, there is no tell in okay. that scene. Thank you. That was my question. Thank you, Roberto. Like, thank you for saying that. Was there a tell? That's what exactly I was asking. <laughs> so, like, couldn't, so before you put move, it in English words. Go ahead. Before you move on too far. Uh, the things are called litters. Yes. Litters. And yes, because when, when Boba Fett comes into the, the mayor's office, he's all, oh, I see your litter. Yeah. Ah, okay. So okay. the things that they carry them on are litters. And then a, palan- a palanquin is a covered litter, usually for one passenger. So, so he was it's a, a bougie litter. Oh, okay. He was a palanquin then. Okay. So then they meet, they kind of know. And then we get into this, this, this interesting flashback. So the flashback of these guys getting trained was of the bodyguard when he first started out. Yes. And he gets trained by this. By another Ronin. Who beats the shit out of him with the wooden. Yes. A wooden thing. And clowns him about like sticks aren't weapons and yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. I didn't know it was a bodyguard till later. So that really threw me the fuck. I'm like, who are these guys? Are these- because he has the. He has a traditional, mm-hmm. like, shaven head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where now he's, he it doesn't look like that. You're right. So then then after the flashback, the bodyguard, even though he's out there killing the other gang, has enough time. Or was that a flashback? On, was, was it flashback and another flashback? Because then he finds his old trainer. It, it was a flashback. With 20 time, years ago. Time passes, and he's found the guy. Yes. And that's also a flashback. Yes. Okay. So he wasn't doing it while he was killing the other girl. Okay. No. So it's two flashbacks. So Inception. He was in the dream side of a dream. Got it. So in the other flashback, he finds his you, trainer. I, you know, I'm sorry, guys. It doesn't have the American there. It says Brazil. Oh, I'm like, okay, now I know. I want now I know where the Fast and the Furious are. I want that Delta Force. That's what I wanted to like at the bottom, bro. Guardians of the Galaxy. When it has coordinates. They're like Xandar. Oh, okay. Now I know they're at Xandar. I was confused as fuck. I'm not even going to lie. So he finds his trainer. Yes. And he wants to battle him. Right? Yeah. But the guy's dying. He's yes. got he's got the rick he's got the rickets. He's got rickets, whatever he's he's got some. <laughs> and he kind of like still beats the bodyguard. Because he's like, go ahead, bro. Ah, it's not much of a fight right now. I'm dying. And it's kind of like, damn. So I'm still gonna kick your ass, you kick mine. Yeah. Now I'm in a position where I can do it, but I'm not I don't want to kill you because like you go and die anyway. Yeah, that was an that was a cool little thing. But guess what? Sticks do hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and then he also looks at the stick and just goes, yeah, guy, and he cuts it. And I was just like, oh, that's cool. Then we get to the whole house. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Can we, can we talk about this whole house? 
<laughs> First off, they they're look like animals in cages. They're little cages. That shit's weird. Stevens, this is what whole houses look back in the day in, in feudal Japan. Well, <laughs> there is no glass. There is. But I don't think they were locked in either. Like, I think the walls were open. That's what they like, want you to do. Because you, know you know who's behind the wall? Slick Willie. And Slick Willie oh, will slap man. the shit out of her. She don't black <laughs> like she's happy. Um, yeah, but then, you, but then you got these drunkards that, you know, they ain't got no money. But they're still going to come in and try to come grow. Look, yeah. Goddamn metaverse all over again. Uh, but yeah, so it's it, it was it was just... It was weird. I, I just felt it felt really gross because of the cage aspect to it. But I get what you're saying. So my man said visually he tells you, all right, oh, yeah. these ladies, these are ladies. Oh yeah, you yeah, oh. yes. You did know that right away. Yeah, there you go. They had little cages. They had yeah. little cages? So they ah. so Oh sh god damn. They look like they're they're in prison cells. They yeah. look like they're in chicken coops. <laughs> wow. Uh, Super Deceivers is showing us uh old timey ho house picture. That's a, that's a, <laughs> It's a free I range guess it house. keeps it, <laughs> free range it keeps the ladies safe. <laughs> Again, because <laughs> you got some bato and he's like, hey, uh, baby, baby, yeah. baby, come here, let me grab. And he's like, and again, you got um, Willie in the back that's gonna kick your ass. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get, I get it. I get it. But it's just if, not the happiest whole house in all of it. If you're, <laughs> is any whorehouse really happy? <laughs> Dolly Parton told me it was. <laughs> what are you talking about? Was that Dolly Parton? That was not the happiest. That oh, was the best. best. Oh, that's a good point. Doesn't mean they were happy. That's, that's right. a very good point. All right. So then, um, uh, I'm, glad the nephew, we, I'm glad we cleared that cleared up. up. The, the nephew <laughs> and Satoichi, well, Satoichi's not looking at the ladies, but the, <laughs> the nephew is, and the, the geishas show up. Yes. And they're like, hey, y'all want to have a good time? You're like, hell yeah, dude. Let's rock and roll. Right. So then we get to a I'm assuming this is like a hotel or a bar. It's a hotel, motel, holiday. What? And um, that provides comedic elements like you can rent a comedian or he was acting so like, it's like he was, a parlor. Right. They're going for a good time and paying money it, for things. What you say, Mariachi? He I was, get you. I get you. Yeah. He was a comedian. In his, in his comedy, he was acting like. What, what, what was this comedy skit about? I'm not, because I'm going to be real careful with how I say it. Somebody, it was about guinea pigs. Somebody kicking his ass. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so about the and he said, he said, just give the little needle, not the big needle. Yeah. It's <laughs> 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 happening. Uh, uh, and, and, and Enrique's not having any of this. He's like, oh, God damn movie is this. <laughs> He's like, I was down with the ladies in the, ca- in the cages, but not this. All right. And then, and then what's revealed in the scene? Oh, yeah. Enrique lost it. <laughs> so, our lay, our geishas are about. So, they're, hey, play a little music. And they're yeah. like, okay, cool. And our girl, our, our, well, our second geisha starts doing her dance. Right? Hey, hey. She, they are still a geisha. They are still a geisha. That's why I said second geisha. She starts doing her dance. Boom, she's killing it. Right? Looks like a really slow pop block, but she's doing it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, wait a minute. Why'd you like unstring your guitar? Because of course he can hear that. Which I also thought about it. Couldn't anybody hear that? But whatever you have to play. Homie, already talking. What does he know about music? Ding, ding. That's all you got. I mean, that didn't seem very cool to me, but I was like, all right, he can hear that. So then he stops, he foils their their plan to, to murder them for money. And then is this where we no, we don't see the gross gross yet. No, he, we don't. Oh, he says, girl. hey. Yeah. He says, You aren't a lady. 
I smell. <laughs> I can smell the musk. Yeah, he's oh, off. yeah. He's he's off. You know, you don't smell like a lady, and you're like, wow, bro. You know what though, dude? That is, that, hey, let, let's be one hundred percent real. There is a distinct smell in a male locker room, and I imagine that the smell. Is what it yeah, is. right. I and again, he's a daredevil. Like I the other day, my my wife bought some deodorant. They came in through the mail. I opened it up. I'm like, this don't even smell like anything. You open up my deodorant, that motherfucker hits you in the face because it has to take care of me, right? Like, and you know what I'm saying? I mean, it depends on the deodorant. Let's be real. Yeah, but like, I guess I feel like the like the stuff to like for us is a lot smellier, not in a bad way, than I think it is sometimes because you because know, again, I don't think they bring the thunder like we do when it comes to stink. Guys stink. I feel like we. No, smell. I understand that. I'm just yeah. You know, that's and then in again, general, a smell I imagine is different. It's got to be different, I guess. And of course, the daredevil, aka Satoichi, is so in tune with the other senses that he could smell right away. So he smelled the guy that the, the, there was a dude. He and they could have had a fight. They could have been like, "All right, well, let's go." No, but he gives him the opportunity. And, and he's, like, like, he's like, "Look, I'm not gonna lie to you, man." And then we go into their story. Yes, which again, they were probably my favorite characters in the movie. Yeah. So we find out that when they were little kids, they were sleeping. And the the only, no, in their flashback. Oh, is it the different time? Yeah. In in their flashback, we see that they, they are farmers. Like their family is rich. Uh And so the, the Yakuza or the the mafia in the sun says, Hey, they got a man on the inside and he's like, look, there's like seven people here, including two kids. And, yeah, and yeah, then like, they just come out and just like, murder everybody. And they're like, where are the kids? And they're like, I don't know. And the dude, he had one job. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we got to go. But how much How much money did we get? And they're like, bolos. Oh, all, right. all of it. And that's what, but that's what I was saying is that the, the reason they kind of hide is because the two kids went to go play with Ben. Yes. And and when they were playing with Ben, she looked at it and she's like, Ben, the two of us, we love. No, that's Michael Jackson movie, my bad. So then, um, but the re- that, the fact that they were murdered was because they were playing with the mouse, um, which she had hidden like I, I, underneath the patio. I don't know what you yes. want to call it. And and that's the reason why. They killed everybody. The, the maids, the ever in the house died. And they were grain. They sold grain, right? Yes. So, and, and that's why they had money. So, and I missed this. The people killing them were the people that now run this, are trying to take over this are, town. Yes, are members gotcha. of this gang that are snakes. Yes. Rotten ropes. Yes. Right? Translation. Ropes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, it was that reminded me legit of that Michael Jackson movie when I saw Little Mouse. <laughs> but that saved their life, basically. Um, they, they, they go through Which, their whole story. By the way, they could have very easily been found, right? Like. Yeah, I also believe I agree with you on that. All it took was one guy to be like, "Yeah, hey, look underneath the patio where you probably would hide." Yeah, there's a there's a four foot opening underneath this porch here. <laughs> yeah, it's not the patio. There you go. Did anyone just look? It's like their house had like like this like a four foot five foot tall like just walkway outside the house, and nobody bothered to look underneath it for anybody. Yeah, and they knew there was kids there. Right, they knew it. Yeah, they, yeah. they have a conversation at the end. Like, hey, there's two kids. <laughs> they Did didn't have the time kids? to search. They had to go. Where are they going, by the way? I don't know. I think someone's coming. Somebody called 911, Stevens, or what? That's what they said. They work in silence. They're ninjas. I'm just just telling you what happened in the movie. Have you taken 22 barrels of gold? (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, that's true. You might need some time. But you got it in the houses in the middle of nowhere. And I imagine this money's really big because those gambling uh, fucking pieces of uh, the version of their poker chips were humongous. (laughs) It's like a 
slam <laughs> every time. It's like, goddamn. Like four, get, four dominoes let's together. Chips. Let's just get some chips. Mm-hmm. But it, was, it was funny when they're like, they're nowhere to be found. I'm like, really, bro? Because they're probably right underneath you. <laughs> like, she's singing in the mouth the whole time, bro. Like, it doesn't even, I don't know how they couldn't find him. It was weird. Wow. So, we have it here, folks. Enrique would rather children die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, dude, oh, I don't, oh, yeah. Well, anyways, so we're, so now they go to, is this where they all kind of head out to the vegetable lady's house? No. What happens after this? No. So, uh, the geishas tell their stories. Yes. And so they're like, Hey, we got to go to, they split. These two are going to go gamble and the geishas (laughs) are going to go ask for a job from so-and-so because they think they may have something to do with their parents' murder. And so they ask for a job. Ogie's like, cool, let me go get him. And they they kind of already know something's up. So um, the nephew and, and Zatoichi are gambling. The the man all so they're winning. Yeah. And all of a sudden they the the cooler, yeah, he like looks at him and he, he looks at the dealer and he's like, Hey, you know what? Wink. Yeah. And he changes out dice. Or does something, yeah. Yes. And so Satoichi's like, Oh, why'd you change the dice? And he's like, what? And then Satoichi chops that fool's hand off. And he's like, he's like, oh, oh yeah. And he starts slicing fools left and right. Mm-hmm. Cut to um the geishas are performing for Mr. Ogi yes. and well, like one of the, the mafia guys. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, you know what? Hey, why don't you dance for me? And he's like, all right. So now they have a little private dancer. Mm-hmm. And, and, then, and then the mafia guys like, come with me, he's trying to get a little fresh, you know? Mm-hmm. And they discover the snake tattoo on one of them. They beat the crap out of that guy. Yeah. And then they take off running because at the same time, they come in and say, hey, Zatoi, the, the, the blind masseuse is chopping fools left and right. Why don't you, why didn't they, why didn't she choke him out? Once she saw the tattoo, why didn't she just grab those strings I don't and think she knew him? that, she didn't know what the snake meant. Mate. Okay. Okay. But that, no matter what that, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She didn't know what the snake meant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, all she knew was three names. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, literally three names. This person murdered my family. Three names, and so the um, they they escape the gambling house, mm-hmm. and they're hiding in <laughs> they're hiding in 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 a business somewhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they're like, I feel like that was maybe where the nephew was staying at or something. Possibly maybe something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. So they're in the safe house and then the geishas come and they're like, all right, come in. I got you. Yeah. And so it starts raining. Yes. It so it raining. stops the, the samurai that are looking for them from searching for them because they don't want to get wet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure. These guys are shit. Because let me tell you, number one, they can't find some goddamn kids hidden under a four foot perch. Number two, it starts raining. And yes, it is raining hard. Don't get me wrong. But they're like, ah, I'm going to get underneath this bitch. I ain't looking for them right but, now. Yeah. But here's the thing. It's, it's not like I got sick and then I go to urgent care. If you get sick back in the day, you're dead. Yeah, you're dying. You you die from a cold. What's what? what's a million ways it dies in the West? Yeah, you die from everything. You die, dude. Yeah, all right. That's very true. Um, so <laughs> this led to a this made me laugh hysterically. This was like the funniest moment. This was one one line that hit for me. They make it back to the um Aunt vegetable house. lady yeah. to va- the vegetable lady's house, and she's kind of asking questions, and then they're sitting around the table, kind of coolly like um drying off and everything by the fire and then she just looks at at Satoichi she's like don't make those eyes at me ha, 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 ha. and I'm just like what? 
and they show it. And I'm like, wait, that was your disguise? Was to paint eyes on the eyelids of Satoichi? Huh? <laughs> Because he asked for makeup, right? He's like, you guys have makeup? And the geishas were like, yeah, we got but it. But you think they're all going to be dressed as women? I thought they were going to form geishas. Yes, I thought that too. I'm like, okay, they're all going to dress up like geishas. I go, but they're looking for geishas. Whatever. But then... They're looking for two geishas. Yeah, I guess. Not four geishas. Yeah, but they drew eyes on them yeah. so it could look like he had eyes. <laughs> they were pretty weird looking eyes. <laughs> they look fucking I crazy. wouldn't want them to make those eyes at me either. <laughs> that, was, that was hilarious. Um, so okay. then we get rain. Yes. Which was a vehicle to show us flashbacks. Yes. and Which was kind of cool, but super sad. And this, oh, go ahead. And through, so the part that you guys don't like are farmers planting with the new harvest. And so yeah. the that's a whole nother music troupe that like, he hired. He's like, you know what? I want you guys in my movie. The first time we see them, they're digging. Yes. Mm-hmm. The second time we see them, they're planning. Yeah. The mm-hmm. third time we see them, they're building a house. This no, we oh, no? see them. We see them dancing in the rain. Because mm-hmm. yeah, because they're now the harvest is going to come, right? Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then we see them building a house. Mm-hmm. So we see okay. we see the flashback to Zatoichi in the rain. fighting in the rain. That might be my favorite fight scene in this movie. It might be the rain one. Still had the blood. They still had the digital swords, but it just looked cool with the rain. And then because it kind of blends in. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So I we, like we see the flashbacks as uh, we see the, the, the geishas as small kids. Mm, that one was rough. Yeah, it was super rough. It was not. Uh. It made you feel bad for him, like super bad for him. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, so what happens in their flashbacks is they're number one. First off, the best case scenario, they were on the street and people were just run them off because you're like sitting in front of my house. Get out of here. Yeah. Then they do find a home where the female is getting treated like Cinderella, like, you know, clean everything and throw stuff on the ground. But then it's kind of like, oh, okay, brother, come with me. And then here's a dirty old man trying to freaking like molest him or whatever. And Who dresses him up as a geisha. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's why he starts that. Because it was a good. Like he realizes like, this is what they like. Oh, God damn it. Do you see? So then, um. We get to then them just kind of walking or well sitting down, and then a random guy is walking around. No, well, so the the dirty old man mm-hmm. um, dresses up the little boy as a girl, and at, she's done with her chores. Her sister's done with her chores and goes to see him, and he's being a fucking pervert. Mm-hmm. And then it's assumed that they left that place. Yeah, like they, they ran, ran away. away, you know, and they're in the streets, but the boy realizes, oh, we can kind of use this to make money. Yeah. And so that's when we actually find an even dirtier dirty old man. man. Yeah. And he comes back and it's it's a heartbreaking scene because he comes back and he kind of opens his hand and in his hand he has money. Yeah. Right? And then the sister like hugs him and she's crying and you kind of, they go back to now and she, that tear's coming like she's remembering it and she's yeah. sad or whatever. So then they do this really cool thing where they're like, she's like, well, let's practice. And they show her, they show him now and they show him back then. And they show him now and they show him back then practicing the dance. And she even stops playing. And he's like, what's wrong? Why are you sad? And she's like, not, you know, whatever. I remember something. And I was just like, oh, that, whole, that was, that was rough. Especially because like 10 minutes earlier, some dude was just like, ding, 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 ding. like, I don't know, doing some kind of dance in the dirt. I have a fucking idea what's going on. Um, 
But yeah, it was. So, it's so sad. Like you said, like I, that's a good way to put it, right? The kid realized I can do this to get money. That's fucking a man. That's rough. Um, oh yeah, I put guys dancing in the rain field. That happened after that. Yeah. So, then we get a okay because you need something. You're yeah, like, you you did need something you after need that. A breath. Yeah. But they also give you um, the nephew teaching people how to use swords. That little scene was kind of funny to me too. Where he's like, one, two, three. And he's uh, like, no. Yeah. You, <laughs> and they start beating the shit out of them, Which I was like, okay, man, they're trying to liven it up. Like, like level it back out because it did get a little dark real quick. Um, th- and, and so then then we have the the bodyguard. He gets challenged by one of the gangs, right? Yes. And they bring their own in too. Who yeah. seems to be a drunk of some sort. Well, he was at the tavern causing problems. Yeah. But so they have a showdown and the bodyguard kills him. Like quick too, right? Yeah, and and again, all these fights were so fast because that is true to that. Like that's what they do. And but it was just kind of like, yeah, okay. Like it was so fast that it was just kind of. Sometimes I was like, ah, I wish there was more. Um, oh, and then, and then now, the nephew is exploring how to be beautiful, like the geisha, after they spend time in the tub together. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're like, hey, like, can does and he's like, he asks a question, like, does makeup make you beautiful? Yeah. And he's like, no, you gotta have. If they have the right face for it, which that whole scene started off kind of interesting too. He's like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go use the tub, and and, she, and he's like, Oh yeah, me too. And he's like, No, nah, it's only for men. He's like, Yeah, I'm a dude. And we just, I was like, Oh, okay, all right, cool. Like, I don't like it. And he's like, And then and then you fast forward, and they're like sitting in this tiny ass it's tub. They're touching dongs. Like, <laughs> it's so small. And I'm just, and that's when they have this conversation about makeup. Yes. And then you fast forward a little bit more, and now the nephew's like in full blood because he was bent over, and I'm like, that's not one of the geishas. I think that's. And then the aunt's like, whoa! <laughs> it blows the aunt away. It's like she can't handle it. Well, we're in 2022 watching this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, her his thing is like, I want to. Doesn't he say like, I want to feel pretty, or I can't remember what he says. I want to. Yeah. I want to be beautiful, or something like that. And I'm like, dude, this nephew's character is wild. That fool dresses up as a geisha. He tries a blind gamble. He does so many things in this movie that you're just like, who? This dude's just trying to be everybody but himself. Well, here's the thing. He's like the Ronin. He has no master. He has nothing in this world, right? Why is he trying to gamble? Is he? Why ultimately? Why is he trying to gamble? Why do we? Why does anybody gamble? To trying to make money. money, right? Yeah. And so, if you don't have money, if you see other people be prosperous. He doesn't know what to do, right? He, he's he like, tries it. He tries, he tries it. it. He's yeah. like, oh, well, maybe I'll be a geisha. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll be this. Maybe yeah. I can be a samurai like Satoichi. Yeah, yeah he's mm-hmm. everybody in the movie but himself. Like, that's right? crazy. He's, he's he's the Everman character. He's like, he's he's us. Yeah. He's yeah. trying yeah. to figure it out. So then we get a, uh, this is where the movie kind of picks up a little bit. Like this, this is last little part. What's it? Now we're in the full third act here. Oh, yeah. The four. And then did it, did you have it where they, the sisters get set up. Yes. By... What was the main bad guy's name? I just got, I just had him as the main bad. Well, um, Ogie. Shit. Is he the man bad guy? But Ogie. Ogie. And, yeah, Ogie and uh, who's the other? I can't remember. But the two of them basically set up the sisters. And she's, she unstrings the guitar. She's ready to defend it. But what happens is, is about 13 samurai show up. It's a wrap, right? And know. that was cool. They they kind of hustle out of the, the, the house and they're kind of at the door. And there's a samurai comes up to him, is about to cut him. And then through the door, boom, yep. you see the sword and it gets him right in his like chest or stomach area. And then it pulls out and then boom, here comes um, Satoichi and he's there and uh, he tells him, go run off. And he, this is a pretty cool one too. He he cuts up a lot of people in this, in this, in this uh, fight scene, including a man trying to use a gun. Yeah. 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 Pulls out a gun and he, he like, he throws 
the wooden part, like his cane, I think, at it, or is it the sword? Yeah, because he 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 uses the like the um, the, the scabbard, yeah, and his sword at the same oh, time. Yeah. So he, yeah, so he doesn't have two swords, but he's yeah. he's it's the baton, and he's mm-hmm. got. He does this interesting thing where he stabs a sword into like uh, the side, and I'm like, what? and then he measures it, and I'm like, what is he doing? But he uses that as a step to get up. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Well, I just thought that was, I'm like, why did you show that? Okay, cool. Like, I don't know. It was just well, interesting. At, at this point in the movie, we as the audience, Zatoichi's blind. Okay, right. there, there's my first question. Yeah. At this he point, slice, he's slicing and dicing all these fools up. Yeah. They go and die. He knows he, he's going to kill them because he's a badass or he's going to die. Why not just get on top of the, the step? Like, why do you have to stab a sword and then climb up like you're blind? Because I don't think he's, I don't think he's prepared to die at that point. Mm. Like he, he's... He hasn't overestimated. He's just estimated what their their abilities okay. are, and so he's, so he's like, got to keep in a character. Yeah, he's, he's got to keep kayfabe. He's yeah. keep the kayfabe going. Interesting. I, I just thought that after I find, after you find out, we find out at the end. I'm like, why he? Okay, all right, all right. okay, gotcha. Um, he kills everybody, right? Yeah, like he he everybody at that up. spot. He he even does a thing where he hits a gun. That gun goes sideways and it shoots and it kills a dude that was outside. Like it's boy, he bad. He, he, we don't know why he's bad, but this fool is amazing when it comes to all this shit. He, he's crazy. Um, uh, oh, okay. So then, oh, we, we he runs, they, they, oh, no, they do say, go get the bodyguard. Yes. He got, they get the bodyguard. And he starts chasing Ogi. Um, so he's not, not really chasing him because he walks everywhere, but he's going after Ogi. And Ogi, the bodyguard's basically waiting for him. He's lit a fire, it's on the beach. I'm excited. Again, I'm thinking, here it goes. All right, we got fire, we got water. It's gonna be crazy. They stand in front of each other. One dude has a, in his mind, he knows what he's gonna do and he shows you, but then he just sliced one time and he's dead. Ta-da. No, because I think, both, <laughs> no, I think they're both playing that in their heads. Kind of like a hero? It's, yeah. Okay. And, and so Satoshi's like, all right, if I, if I draw my sword the way mm-hmm. I normally do, mm-hmm. he's gonna cut me. Mm-hmm. So what can I do? So when we come out of that, out of that flashback, he switches his hold mm-hmm. and then he, he does it like a more traditional samurai samurai draw and goes right across his chest kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So rips up the 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 bodyguard, but the bodyguard still has enough power. Because he was far he was far away. And like Satoichi told him exactly how he could beat him. Mm-hmm. He's like, dude, you're too close. Mm-hmm. So he was a little farther away. Farther away, but not enough where he could actually do damage to yeah, he, he put a, he put a good slice on on his shoulder yeah. he still got him a little bit i liked that too because um when before he goes out to meet him uh he he says oh is he pretty good right he's asking the nephew is he pretty good and he's like yeah and he's like what if it's pitch black and he's like oh then you would have the advantage mm-hmm. but when you go out bodyguards got the big old bonfire so mm-hmm. that it's not so dark outside mm-hmm. it's like ah crap yeah. yeah yeah gets him but gets hurt in the in the process and then oh he keeps running and then we don't see him kill him, but we see him the next morning yeah. dead. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking to myself, well, we're done because you killed the main bad guy, right? But that's this is when they start building the house, yes? Well, so the goons that come looking for Satoichi burn down oh, yeah. Ant's house. Yeah, to smoke him out. Yes. Um, so they're building the house for, for the ant. And I really thought this was the end of the movie. And I was like, okay, it's the end of the movie. But in the, so, okay, this is where I got confused. He killed Gramps and he killed Pops. And he kills Pops No, first. he didn't kill, he didn't kill Gramps. 
Not first. No, no. He kills. He blinds him. He, oh, you're right. So sorry. You're right. But he does kill Pops. Mm-hmm. But Pops tries to say that he is the main guy. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't him. It was actually Gramps who was the main guy. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I want, okay. I wanted to make sure of that. That was a little confusing to me. So all the Pops was doing was trying to throw him off this. Like, okay. Got it. So well, you killed me. That's, you how, you, even that's how you protect your box. Yeah. yeah. Like he's still loyal to his the master. Till the end. And in this fight, though. When he's killing Pops, we find out that Satoichi is not blind. He opens his eyes. He's like, you can see. And then they kind of, you know, he kills him. My question is, is the character Satoichi blind or not? The character in the original um, book or whatever. Yeah, is is blind. So this is something he decided to switch up. I think so. Yeah. From what I've seen. Okay. I was just wondering about that. In other Satoichi movies, is this the same? Well, Zato. So his name is Ichi. Zato is a is the fourth rank of what you would call being blind. So, so it's blind, 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 blind. That's well, what I'm saying. Like, what does, I don't what does know that if that's if that's higher or if it's just like a lesser class. But I was trying to <laughs> learn more blind. about it. He's, <laughs> he's legally blind. He's super duper extra blind. blind. I was wondering what that means. Okay. Yeah, so. but that's that's what Zato means. Gotcha. So he's it's he's like playoffs referee blind. Oh yeah, seriously, right? <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So then, all right. But usually his character is blind, but in this movie, the, yes. this director, he decided to take a different little approach where he's even then, he has these weird contacts, right? So yeah, yeah his eyes look white kind of like, well, cause I think he's only like, I think he's not full. Like, I don't think his sight is great. I think he's like partially blind. So that's why he chooses to be blind. Like it's easier. I can, my senses are more heightened if I'm blind. Really? I I, didn't, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't I, yeah, I guess I didn't really get that from that. I felt like it was just a thing he did. Well, because, but, but his I, eyes aren't right. But at the end of the. But is that just a like a so it looks cool? No, I think that's really? a. See, I am hindered. I'm hindered, mm. but I'm not like I'm. Yeah, I can see because a little they, bit. They do the they do the little the the mm. last little the stinger, and he's like. Dude, even with my eyes open, I'm, I'm, st- I'm still, still flying, dude. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was hilarious. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> well, and again, it goes to the mood he's trying to set, right? He knows this is heavy. He knows the body count is high. He's killing all these people. Yeah, but you already I'm trying gave me to a make full it dance light. number. I don't need any more lightness at this point in time. First of all, like, you keep calling it. It's a festival. Whatever. Festival of dance. Whatever it is. No, no. <laughs> you act like you haven't been to Mexico and they, they're they carrying on one little Jesus around no, and no, the whole that. town is going crazy. No, I, I get that. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. I'm just saying in this movie, I was like, because at the same time you're showing me that, but then you show me, oh, guess what? That wasn't the main boss. I'm just like, wait, what's that? What the fuck's happening? They, dude, he's doing Marvel. He's doing Marvel half credit scenes and end credit scenes before, doing, was even, before, was before the credits before the, before the credits scenes. Like, I know y'all fuckers gonna wait around so here you I'm go I'm gonna show you this yeah. so we find out <laughs> he goes into the tavern and inside the tavern Gramps is there yeah and he Gramps says I knew you weren't blind from the first time I met you and then Ichi says Satoichi says I knew you. did he know you did he yeah, does he say I knew you because you, you, yeah. you stink yeah he goes back to the stink again right yeah, because ghettos are the same all over the world. They stink. They stink. Um, and he doesn't kill him because killing them would be too easy. He just blinds them <laughs> right across the eyeballs, oh, and then leaves. Got saves them for the sequel. Yeah, saves them for the sequel. Right across the eye, right across the eyeballs. Um, dance, dance, dance. I think that was it, right? <laughs> and then dance, 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 and then we get to one cool thing I did like. Um, so then he trips and he falls and he dies. 
No, he doesn't die. He just, it's just a funny play. What did he say? He goes, even with my eyes open, something. I can't remember what he says. It was, it was a cool little line. I like the line you gave right there. I can't remember what it was though, but that didn't make me laugh. I was fucking annoyed, but I get what he was going for. Um, I like what I do like the conversation. It wasn't even even a long conversation, but it was very cool. The way it was delivered was when um, nephew's like, yeah, you know, you guys can stay here and you can be a man again. And, and she's like, nah, this is cool. And it was just kind of, he was like, Okay, <laughs> like I just thought that was kind of cool, you know, like quick little just lie, but I thought that was a really cool line. Um, and then the very, very last thing we see is Satoichi's walking with his eyes open, and he trips on a rock, and he's about to fall, and it stops. Roll credits with, boom, his, with his freaky looking eyes. With his eyes, yeah, yeah, wow. with his eyes looking away. How highest of you? <laughs> just because you got fancy eyes, bro. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Your healthy eyes over there. Your pupils looking all good. Um, so, woo. Ooh, um, Abarka, would you tell people to watch this movie? Uh, I would, man. Give it a give it a chance if you've okay. not seen. Because here's the thing: you're not gonna go back and see black and white Satoichi movies. Um, are there other you samurai? Know. You don't know if I won't. <laughs> you don't know, boy. You don't like it on VHS. You're like, oh, no, this one is Dexter. This one is Dexter. I would, yeah. If you are, if you want more action packed, more oriented stuff, I would maybe recommend. Um, Ninja Scroll, either the movie or the anime series. Um, Shogun Assassin, which is Lone Open Cub. Mm-hmm. Like, there's other samurai movies that are more heroic, more like, mm. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Enrique, yeah, your name. Um, I would say nay. Not for you. I would say nay, but. I got to figure out if this just isn't my thing. So I'm not one that I should even be saying about it because maybe these are just not my thing. I want to check out a few more. I have enjoyed some. Um, we are going to watch another one next week. And maybe this is just one that didn't click with me, but there's others that do. And if, but if that's what I guess I want to try to figure out. Um, what was your biggest beef with it? Andrew? It's just all over the place. Some of the people in it. <laughs> it's just all over the place. I don't just, I don't know. just, I don't feel like it did anything good. And it was trying to be too many things. It just, yeah, it's just too crazy of a ride for me, I guess. I don't know. Okay. But we, we're going to give it another shot. Um, oh, well, before we get to that, top 10, Super Drew Stevens, I'm going to give you 13 things to do, but can you just tell us about top 10 first, please? <laughs> yes, your top 10 is uh, number one, you have Fearless. Number two is Enter the Dragon. Number three is the 36th Chamber of Shaolin. Number four is Way of the Dragon. Number five is Crippled Avengers. Mm. Number six is Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Number seven is Fist of Fury. Number eight is Iron Monkey. Number nine is Kung Fu Hustle. And number 10 is The Five Deadly Venoms. (gasps) So you have officially said goodbye in the last few weeks to The Raid, Redemption, Clan of the White Lotus, and Hero. Um, Does anybody put this in the top 10? I do not. I don't. I mean, no, no. Okay, no, it's just a, it's a fun little thing. It's gonna get hard for the top ten, man. I mean, just the three you said that we kicked out. I mean, the mm-hmm. raid was number one for us for a while, mm-hmm. you know. And 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 I love Clan of the White Lotus, so it's gonna that's gonna be a tough one. But um, okay, so notes from everybody. Next week, Super Duty Stevens. What are we watching? Next week, you're watching a Japanese remake of the American classic Unforgiven, which was uh, it is a classic done in 2013. <laughs> and it's, it stars Ken Watanabe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So well, let's see. We'll see. This is a newer one. So we're going new, new now. You know, so we'll check out this. I love Unforgiven. Uh, it's, I really do enjoy that movie. It's got some big, some big shoes to fill. Yeah, I didn't. When I when I saw the title Unforgiven, I'm like, oh, I wonder, you know, I, I thought of the other movie. I'm like, oh, and then I'm starting to read the tagline for it. I'm like, oh, wait, it's Unforgiven. Like, like it's actually trying to be that movie. So um, that'll be interesting. So we'll, we'll check that so out. So much so they named it Unforgiven. Yeah, you know, like I, I thought it was just a different name for, I mean, a different movie completely, but no, it's that one. Um, nobody's watched this yet. So this will be new for all of us? Correct. Okay. Yeah, so we'll check that out. We'll see what's going on. Enrique, where can they get a hold of us? Uh, Gung Fu Super Bros Pod on Instagram and Gung Fu Super Bros on Twitter and Gmail. Abarca, hey, we're going to call us. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to us. And also leave us a voicemail at www.gungfusuperbros.com or our Google voice number, 661-401-5941. Mike Jones. Be a part of our show, folks. And just real quick, you can stream you can stream this movie, but not for free. It's rent you can rent it on Apple and Amazon Prime. So it's available out there, guys. Um, check it out. Keep saving those Amazon dollars. You can be getting all these movies, man. Come on. So make sure you do that. But again, we'll check that out for next week. Try another samurai movie. Give it a go. See what we think of that one. Abarka, say bye. Be good humans, guys. Enrique. Thank you for listening. Super Reduce Stevens. Bye. Uh, <laughs> love you guys. Have a good one. And remember, because of blind, they sense people better.